This is Dr. Robin Axelrod. For the past 15 years, I've been helping children and adults meet their full potential. On our podcast, we're going to share some tips and tricks with you and some of my knowledge on how you can reach your potential and your family's goals. Each week, we'll be highlighting different specialists that can help you understand human development and how to assist your family in living their best lives. Welcome to Ask the Therapist. Good evening and welcome to Ask the Therapist. Tonight we're joined with Dr. Shelley Dry. She's the Director of Clinical Operations for Enable My Child, which is a telehealth provider for children. Welcome, Shelley, to our podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Can you explain to me how you got into this area of practice? Is this something that you, you know, wanted to do for a long time? Where did you start out when you started your OT career journey? I started OT many, many years ago, and I actually started as a mental health um, therapist working in a psych center and um, had a very satisfying career, but um, after about 10 years, I moved on into early intervention services, and I did that for a long time. All along the way, I was doing continuing education and learning, and even as as a student, I had learned a little bit about teletherapy and how it could benefit clients. But then as the years went on, it started becoming more and more prominent in the occupational therapy world, and I wanted to know more about it. Um, My CEO actually contacted me one day, and we started talking, and he talked about some ideas he had for this company, and we got together with him. PT and a speech therapist, and we all um, spent many, many, many weeks just developing what we thought would be an optimal program. And that's how Enable My Child was born, and that's how I got into it. Wow. I think I think it's really amazing, um, you know, that you can provide services when you're, you know, not in the proximity of another, um, of the child, of an individual. Can you just explain to us what telehealth is? Sure. Telehealth is a fantastic um, service delivery, and it is it is just amazing how you can not be anywhere near the person. We have um, individuals we see in Gambia, and we have we've been talking to some people in Ethiopia. Um, we are meeting a lot of our goals um, as as we were developing the pro the the program, we wanted to make sure we could make therapy accessible to everybody. And so one of the ways um, you do that is, of course, you have to use a secure online platform, but you just connect at the same time as your your client, and you're able to chat back and forth online. You're able to give um, any assignments you would give face-to-face or do any exercises. A lot of times the, the students will work in schools a lot, and they will be um, they'll be attending virtual school, so their family's right there. And the beauty of, of using teletherapy in that setting is that we can do um, training, direct training with the family, and they can see things and learn how to embed therapy into the child's just daily activities and really make improvements. So what we're finding out is through this modality, we're able to make sometimes faster improvements than we could if we were doing uh, pull-out in the school. 
Uh Wow, very interesting and definitely something that's new and exciting. I feel like, you know, it's definitely, you know, not emerging anymore. I think it's, you know, a lot of therapists want to be part of this. They see how it works. They see how accessible it is. And um, it's really, I mean, it sounds like an amazing opportunity. Can you explain to us through telehealth, like what a schedule, a daily schedule would look like for a treating therapist or someone working in telehealth through your company? Yes. Yeah, I'll tell you a couple different scenarios. So we do um, we do telehealth in, in different settings. We do early intervention, and a lot of early intervention has moved towards a coaching model. And so we will meet with the other early intervention team members or our therapists well once a week, and they will discuss um, the the children and the challenges they're finding and their progress. And then um, the therapist will talk about what the what the family's needs are, what the family's goals are, and then they'll set up in-home services for those children. So um, in the early intervention setting, it's really uh, teletherapy's just it works out so beautifully because you have um, so many places are moving towards this coaching model where you do more of teaching the parents how to interact with their child during the day-to-day activities and so the um, the therapists are able to go into the family home without having to drive for hours and then just you know work with the family the family works with their child and the therapist will give them ideas on just little little tweaks they can make or things they can do a little bit differently mm-hmm. um, sometimes the therapist will demonstrate on something as they're you know if they're on video, they'll demonstrate how to do it with with um, the baby, and then the family will implement what they've seen the fam- the therapist do with their own child. Very interesting. Yeah, and so the other way is uh, the other thing I was going to tell you was the so if you were asking about the day, what a day would look like, um, we have a lot of school-based therapists and. Their days are just as busy as any other school-based therapist. They will have students back-to-back um, logging on to see them, and, and those students could have, you know, any number of challenges. We have physical therapists who work with uh, mobility challenges, and then we have our psychologists who will work with counseling or behavior challenges or whatever that student needs. Um, we have speech therapist who will probably see a student every 30 to 45 minutes and just they um, they stay on on session and and then another person you know they just log off and log on into each individual session the way it's set up is that each client has their own login so that when they come on session it's just them in that session unless we're running groups so mm-hmm. we also have the ability to run groups through tele- teletherapy and uh, then we have multiple children logging in with one therapist. Uh-huh. That's really interesting. Um, how would you do like an initial evaluation? Is that you know similar? Is it more complicated? It can be complicated. Um, it's it's been a little bit of a challenge to work out some of the evaluations, mm-hmm. but we use um, Pearson's platform Q Global a lot because they have a lot of the evaluations already set up for telehealth and they we can uh, log on they have the stimulus manuals up there and we share the screen at we log on to their 
platform and then we log on, our therapist will log on to our platform and all they need to do then is share the screen and they flip the stimulus manual the same way you would face-to-face. And I give, um, through the platform we can also give the student in another location the ability to use um, either the mouse or the point. So we can see what answers they're they're pointing at, or um, they can they can also if they need to do handwriting. You know, we can if they're doing a handwriting assessment, we can have them angle the camera so the therapist can see how they're doing their handwriting. Um, it's it's you know it's it's really it was a little bit of a challenge just finding the right assessments and being able to make sure they would work through through teletherapy, but. Um, we, we've managed now and we, we can assess any child for anything they need. Wow, that's so, so amazing. And you are supervising these therapists? Yes, I'm the, I'm the Director of Clinical Operations, so I am the, the problem solver. <laughs> and I, I supervise the therapists, I, I, but I'm really there to help them and to um, make sure they, they have everything they need um, if they're having problems with a student or a child, then I'm there to help them come up with some solutions. Um, just kind of their go-to person for for whatever they need to make sure they can be successful. It's really great. It's great that they have that supervision and that support. Um, mm-hmm. So can you tell me, I mean, it, you know, telehealth is just so different than, you know, I mean, similar, but then, again, different um, than treating face-to-face. What are some successes that you've seen um, when using this platform? I think our some of our biggest success is that we are able to have that direct one-on-one attention. Mm-hmm. And so uh, because, the you know, your focus is so narrowed when you're working on a computer and the student is or the child is, is more likely to interact and engage with you. Um, and if you think about children now, they're all very used to computers. They're very used to technology. So for them, it's kind of a natural thing to be on technology. And we see that, um, you know, just that direct attention, it helps helps them learn so much easier when, when you know that they're paying attention to you. Um, the successes we've had, I, like, like I said, we've, successfully treated people in all kinds of locations. Our biggest success recently was um, in American Samoa where they we were able to get a lot of their children um, who needed testing. They had several children they, they were concerned were going to be on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And we had our psychologist work with the families and, and he was able to test all of the children and write up their reports, you know, and suggest whether or not the families need to look at a, a diagnosis. Wow. So, um, yeah, some of these kids, they were, the American Samoa has a hard time getting providers to their islands. And mm-hmm. so they kind of saving the children, even though they were over three, which is the cutoff for early intervention. Right. They just held on to them. Um, they're really... But what they do for their their families and their their children who need extra support is amazing because they just changed changed a few laws and made sure that those kids get the services they needed. Wow! So are these services funded through insurance? How how is the funding? 
Yes, some of it is funded through insurance. Some of it's funded. We are actually a Medicaid provider in a couple different locations. So some of it is funded through Medicaid. Um, and we, we are insurance providers in several, several areas. We also have students from an IEP so that they, it, that's the same as treating them in school. You follow the IEP, you follow the IEP goes, and you follow the, the time that the IEP dictates. And that, of course, is through federal funding. Um, and so there's the funding is multiple ways. We also have some people who just choose to private pay. Right, right. Uh, it sounds very convenient, and you know, if it's effective, then I think it's a great a great modality to use, a great tool. What about some failures or challenges that you faced when starting up, or you know, when trying to figure out how this would work? I think um, technology. There's always challenges with technology, so sometimes the you know the platform may go down at a very crucial moment. And we are very lucky that we have a CTO who is so experienced, and he has saved, saved the platform more times than I can say. But um, some of those you know the technology challenges you expect, and then sometimes that might be on the families end where they they can't get things going. So what we did was we added a special tech person and she is available at all times if if something goes wrong the therapist can just quickly text her and she'll get on with the families and try and help them solve their problems um we've also had some some challenges with uh of course with people who don't want to do therapy and that would be just the same as if somebody comes into your clinic and they're just having a bad day you just got to work them through it <laughs> but it's it's you know the challenges you don't it, it's just the things you would expect to have it's the things you would see day to day in a in a clinic setting in a face-to-face -face setting the same types of challenges you get in that uh, along with the technology of course that would be different but you right. just work through the work through the problems um it's never been anything where we thought oh no we'll never We'll never be able to surmount this. Never that bad. So we just work through it. Uh -huh. it's a, it's, what is it? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, continue. Now, I was just going to say one of the um, nice things about when when a therapist is starting through through teletherapy, I usually will tell them uh, just you're going to have a, a few days, you know, where you're trying to get used to things. But it's just like when you first came out as a, a brand new therapist and you didn't know everything right away so this is the same and you just work through the challenges and you keep keep on going and you get better and better as you go um do you think a, a new grad would be appropriate for telehealth i mean what would you tell a new grad that wanted to work in this area what are your thoughts about that do you think that they're ready once they graduate to enter telehealth do you think that they should gain experiences before that I really think a new grad needs to get experiences in a clinic environment um, be, to be able to have the mentorship that you get um, in a clinic setting or in a school setting, just be around other therapists. You learn so much from being around other therapists and seeing how they do things, and that is something that you're missing. If you're doing, if you're doing telehealth, you're by yourself. You're, you're in your office working, and there's no one around you, so you don't really have that person to to look to for mentorship and you don't you can't see other therapists and how they work with individuals and pick up those low cues so I really think new therapists 
um, even if they're really interested in it, they should they should do a couple years just in in a clinic or a school or some other setting um, where they they have the ability to be mentored a little bit. Hmm. And how do you decide like how long the treatment sessions will be or how often? Um, those children will, will get the treatment sessions. I mean, if they have an IEP, I guess that's on the IEP. But what about if they don't? What about if it's through insurance? So our our therapists will write treatment plans for the the um, children who are on insurance, and they will send those treatment plans to the doctors and get their signature. Um, we want to make sure that the doctors um, are very involved and they know, you know, when they've referred referred someone, they know what's going on with them. So we have the therapist write the treatment plans and make the recommendations. Our therapists are so experienced and I always ask them just use your clinical judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know what, what this person needs or this child needs. And so um, I just rely on the therapist. They, they're all so good at what they do and they've got great clinical judgment. So. Um, I just ask them to use their clinical judgment and to make recommendations. Wow. And you were saying before how you feel like telehealth is like the future. Um, could you expand a little bit about what more about that? I mean, do you think that it's going to be expanding more, definitely more people um, trying to access telehealth services? I think it is, and I think it's so needed because there are so there, even and and we know in the therapy world that. Um, providers are are limited in different areas, and so that is one thing that that's um, the beauty of telehealth that it will help solve some of those limitations. But it's also very cost effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the your your um, the families aren't driving for hours to get to and from places. It's it's really meets a family's needs. Right. Um, and I think with all the outcome improved outcomes we've seen, we've already we already know that it's it's gonna be um, able to meet the person's needs just the same as face to face in most times. Now there is always 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 gonna be the need for face to face therapy. There's always gonna be therapists who prefer to do face to face. And and I think you know this is just. It is another another therapeutic setting, but I think it has grown so much just in the last five years, and it's just going to continue to grow and develop um, as technology improves. We're going to see more and more people using it. And um, and your agency focuses specifically on children. Have you worked in telehealth with adults, or you only work with children? I've only worked with children. I'm a pediatric occupational therapist, so <laughs> I focus on children. Yeah. <laughs> but we have um, explored doing some things for the prisons because uh-huh. the prison population is very limited in, in the treatments they get after they have, um, I mean, they have the same diseases that everyone else has, and they say insults, so they may have heart attack or stroke and, and they don't get the therapy that they, they need. So we are looking looking at that a little bit, but we're really focused right now on children. We're going to move into the colleges um, soon and start start helping with some of the mental health in the colleges. Oh, wow. And we're also doing, yeah, it's great. We're doing mental health in Florida um, and we're meeting some of the needs. You know, a lot of the schools now are, are integrating mental health into their school day. 
so we're able to, to meet those needs. We've got a lot of psychologists, and we're able to, we've got a nice program written. So we're able to jump in and meet those needs also. Wow. I mean, that sounds so amazing. I mean, meeting um, needs that are really important to individuals that are not able to access the services otherwise is such an important thing. And, you know, mental health in schools is definitely a, a needed area of practice, you know, as well as in the prison. So I really thank you for what you're doing. I think it's really amazing. I, I think that um, therapists should really consider telehealth, um, you know, as as a medium for um, treating patients, you know, and I, I think that, um, you know, you really established this, you know, this company with your service um, where you're really affecting children's function on a daily basis for the better and uh, promoting function and accessibility for those that are, you know, far or not able to access those services. So I thank you so much for speaking with us and thanks for your information about telehealth and have a good night. All right. Thank you very much, Robin. Thanks. Good talking to you. All right. Thanks. Bye.